0: The following podcast is intended for adults age 18
1: and up Hello and welcome to another Massacast Thank you very much for downloading it I have to actually talk kind of quickly Because uh, my fancy microphone is on its last legs So I got a good, what, three months out of it So that's that's nice So uh, nobody breathed, no sudden movements or, or it'll crap out of me again uh, just a few quick things. Uh, as you know, you can go to, or maybe you don't know, mastercast.com and you can leave a voicemail. In theory, no one's done it yet, but you know, you could. You know, I'm just saying. 917-720-7304 and no, I won't It goes straight to voicemail. Promise. So, you know, actually what would be nice is if you uh, if you had any questions that you'd like to ask a dominant or a submissive or maybe you have a personal you know gripe with the massacast whatever you can uh, leave a voicemail there and and you can be on the podcast too isn't that nice uh, also on the website you can leave a comment find me on skype Massacast is the username and there's also a donate button how you like them apples see you can support the podcast help pay for some of the bandwidth or, or you know if you just want to buy me a beer that's that's fine too Today, talking with uh, my friend Miss Eliza. You can see her website m i s s e l i z a dot com, and well, as you'll hear, she's a total blast. And uh, here it is. Here's the thing: is I know that you and I've uh, you and I've sat down. You know, we've we've talked bit, I don't really know a lot of personal details about you, probably because of the restraining order. <laughs> but uh, this is, gives us an opportunity now to learn. I'll be able to ask questions that maybe I. I wouldn't ask someone else because I would already know the answer. Absolutely. So this is good. So how did, I never did know how you started in, I think I did ask you once how you started in kink. This is sort of like a general question that I ask you.
0: How did I start? I guess I started playing when I was maybe about 19, only I didn't call it playing. It was sort of just like. Oh, I'm kind of weird <laughs> and sometimes it gets a little bit violent before I have sex
1: but <laughs> okay I, we, I have to know I mean, I, I, come on you can't just I mean you have to, you have to give me more de- details than that well
0: I was dating this guy and um, I don't know we just got into weird things like he was probably the first person that I ever kind of suggested let's do something weird and he was receptive to it because I tried to kind of initiate it before and people were always like oh that's weird I don't want to do that and um he was like totally game so then like one of my it's my first memory of doing kinky stuff like the the whole apartment was like dark and i was like chasing him with a bicycle chain so basically just like a length of chain and i was like pounding it down so it hit the floor and it was like horrifying because he didn't know where I was I didn't know what he was and all kinds of stuff we <laughs> were
1: just wailing away with a bicycle chain.
0: yes which could have ended up with like broken bones or,
1: or concussions hospital or...
0: visit right but it didn't we, we survived it and that was like the first time I guess that I played <laughs>
1: Thats I mean, that sounds like, but did you know, I mean, what was going through your mind at the time? You it like, this is fun, or yeah, was it? Like like... I
0: thought it was fun. I liked like kind of hunting him down and stuff like that and finding him. and but I don't know, I didn't think of it as like, oh, this is this is Kate.
1: And when did you connect the dots or and maybe later on know, oh, there's more than just chasing someone around with a bicycle chain that I can do.
0: Not until later when I started dating another guy who I referred to as the Bulgarian.
1: <laughs> you got this look in your eyes. Of the, the Bulgarian, Bulgarian.
0: <laughs> yes he's very dirty oh wait. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay okay so what is what was so special about the Bulgarian
0: um well he was very into BDSM he like actually had terminology for it and all this kind of stuff and it was like oh I'm one of those people right so then yeah I mean we were playing he was the first person I ever peed on <laughs> so that you was you always remember your first yes
1: and he was submissive or, or was a switch
0: uh, or? he was a switch yeah so yeah, so I kind of got to do both sides. Yeah, I mean, I guess I started out thinking I was more submissive, but then I guess maybe not even until so maybe two years ago, I realized, oh, you're not submissive at all. Like you'd like to bottom sometime. You're not good at really following <laughs> directions or doing things that other people want to do. <laughs> or anything like that like I'm very much I want to do what I want to do and if we're not going to do that then oh well I don't want to play
1: <laughs> <laughs> so were you, was it the same way when you were a kid
0: yes I've kind of always been that way it's like if we're not going to do what I want to do then let's not do anything
1: it's funny because sometimes uh, in what in a vanilla world might be considered a personality defect <laughs> you know if, so, if someone said oh she doesn't like to do what other people want to do she wants to do things Whereas you say that in a lifestyle, like, well, that's kind of hot, right? Yeah,
0: people love that. Like, growing up, it was like, oh, she's selfish. She doesn't want to do what other people want to do. And then finally, I found a place where people were like, that's hot.
1: <laughs> I like that
0: you don't want to do what I want to do. It's At awesome.
1: What, what was the? What were the big things for you? I mean, obviously, I'm guessing when you met the Bulgarian, there was this huge, there was this whole new world of new things that you could try. Um, was it limited or as far as, was it limited to what he wanted to do, or did you all of a sudden, was it like opening up this?
0: Um, well, I mean, we we definitely tried things that I wanted to do. We actually once went to paddles.
1: You just make a... Well, we're going to talk about paddles. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> okay. I want to bring that up. But you just made a, a, a weird face with me yes, then. But... It was... That was your first time at paddles?
0: Yeah. My first time going to any sort of, like, kinky gathering kind of thing, and it was disappointing I was kind of imagining like a Madonna video like justify my love was going to be happening at paddles and then you get there and I was like oh I had the,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had the exact same experience idea yeah except there like, was
0: like,
1: I, there was nothing like that there was no justifying or love no in there. there was there's no
0: Madonna and leather or anything no
1: no I was very surprised it's not that they advertised that though
0: well I didn't know anything about it he was just like let's try this place right so I was like awesome
1: so after the Bulgarian, what was what was next?
0: Um, so then I got out of a relationship and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with myself, kind of. Um, and then I was like, well, what could I do? I, I don't know what exactly would make me happy. And then I thought, oh, there's a thing called professional domination. Maybe I should check that out. Okay. <laughs> so then I went around, I went on the Internet and I looked up different places and I just kind of went in and interviewed, and then found a house that I kind of liked, and I stayed there for about six months,
1: and
0: uh, that's sort of the start of my professional stuff.
1: What was your experience there? Was it? Uh, I mean, six months? Is that a long time? In I mean, that's when a it a pretty come, long when it comes time. Because I hear a lot of people either they're in it for either like a couple months and that's mm-hmm. it, and then just leave, or they're in it for ever. Well, not ever. <laughs> but, you know,
0: well, many years. Right. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Six months was pretty long. Like when I left, basically everybody who was there when I got there was gone. So, yeah. I mean, it was a while. It's a little longer than I wanted it to be. (laughs) Uh,
1: So let's talk about panels. (laughs) Um. I've I've, uh, I I know what my experience was. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've gone to panels many times. Usually, I, I find that if I go with a bunch of friends just to hang out. Mm-hmm. I have much better experiences. I've, for those people who don't know, uh, Paddles is a uh, is a BDSM club in uh, New York City. That's um, so. You were when you walked into Paddles, you were expecting this really. Rig- I know, I, probably the same thing I was. You were expecting yeah. this big, lavish...
0: Yeah, everything was going to be in black and white.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they would have some sort of color filter.
0: And there'd be like some dude in a Zentai suit, Just, <laughs> just like undulating.
1: <laughs> and what is it you saw when you did get in there, though?
0: Well, I walked in there and it was just like a bunch of old dudes in their underwear. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Which is not what you want to see. And I was
0: like, oh, this is not what I had in mind.
1: It's odd that we and I, you and I had both a very similar experience and both of us didn't want to see it.
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to
1: see I, it. I, I don't know. Someone wants to see it. They're showing up, you know. But yeah, it, it, you know, walking in and it's just not, it's not, you know, depending on who you are. For some people, it's not sexy. For you and I, it just happens yeah, to be not. It's a, not. But there, there have been some times when I've gone and I've seen, you know, someone I was attracted to.
0: But everyone swarms you when you're that person. <laughs> you
1: so you, you know, now when you go, you you find yourself getting.
0: Well, I'm never, what, I, I'm never there for the party. I always kind of run away. But when I went, it was like, I walked in. I was wearing a schoolgirl outfit of all things. So that was like the wrong thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like, you know, you walk in. It's like all eyes on the person who's in a little skirt well, I'm not trying to I'm
1: not trying to justify them but you have to <laughs> understand I mean you're very you're very different from everything else that's around so I mean you've kind of I'm not saying you should expect it but it should yeah. not be a surprise
0: no but
1: you thought there were going to be there's going to be tons of women just like you there I thought
0: there were going to be like you know chicks walking around (laughs) and stuff and it was gonna be a good time and it was like oh
1: so what, what what could change uh what could they let's let's do let's not just criticize let's help what could what could paddles do to make it more or not just paddles but a lot of events out there to make it more friendly for you
0: um i don't know that it's their fault i mean i mean i think a lot of things that are wrong with a lot of parties are just sort of societal in a way like they're just sort of gender issues magnified. It's like guys are there and they're being kind of creepy and... I mean, that's not that's not Paddle's
1: fault. No, it's not. I mean, in, in their defense, they do everything they can to encourage yeah. you. Women get in. They do everything yeah, they except for pay you like women. Five, you know, it's yeah. so like, we'll give you $5 if you show up. And then guys, it's 5000 you yeah. know. And so, I mean, it's that's not, not their
0: fault a, at all. But, I don't know. It's just it's weird.
1: Uh, because this is something that, uh, you know, a lot of people are trying to deal with mm-hmm. is how how do we make it more comfortable for women? Not just dominant women, but submissive women as well. How do we make it comfortable for them? Because there's a big lacking of them if you go to some, you know, events. There's a, yeah. You know.
0: I don't know. I feel like maybe somebody <laughs> should have a chat with the creepy guys. tell <laughs> them to cut that out. Okay, well,
1: I have a chat right now. What, what, what Although,
0: you... I did go to... I went to an, a workshop once where they were talking to, like, submissive men about how not to be at a party like don't be creepy don't run up on people and keep insisting that you need their attention and whatever and it just seemed to like go whoosh over the head didn't get it and then like some weird creepy guy walked me home afterwards (laughs) even though I didn't want him to (laughs) (laughs) it was like you did not did you just were you there uh, (laughs) I think it was something about how can I find more people to play with or Mm -hmm. something like that and I was like I want more people to play with I'll go to this and then I get there and it's most of it was like so submissive men, don't be creepy. Don't scare the ladies off. They don't like it when you stare at them.
1: Now here's... You mentioned something that makes me sound like an asshole whenever I mention it, because I just assume... You know, you're an attractive woman. Mm-hmm. I just assume you've got more than enough opportunities to play with people.
0: Well, I mean, there are opportunities. they are not opportunities that I want.
1: And let me rephrase that. You've got <laughs> plenty of opportunities that you want... To play with, right? No. No?
0: That's not true at all.
1: <laughs> so how, how is that, why is there, first off, why is it, why, why do I have such a, a, a complete misconception of what the reality is? I have friends who are female dominance mm-hmm. and submissive, you know, female submissives. Mm-hmm. And I know they have so many emails that uh, I just assume that out of the hundred emails they get, there's got to be one or two.
0: Well, you think that, but it's not always how it works. Because, I mean, there are a lot of people that, um, they're not interested in what you want, which is okay when I, when I'm, when I do that, that's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very good and no, I totally and agree. I totally agree. But you can go on.
0: But when they do it, it's like, okay, like I'll put on an ad and say, oh, I like bondage. I like medical play. And it'll be some guy like... I really like feet and
1: stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good for you.
1: Right. <laughs> I remember seeing you on Twitter. Do you mind if we mention you're on Twitter? Yeah. We can that's mention that. I think you mentioned how you you know, you were stood up by yes. someone. And I was like, What? And I thought, well, this guy must obviously there must have been a medical emergency or no. Something Have You you actually went to paddles.
0: No, I didn't go. I oh. he I like emailed him or something and then he goes oh actually I've been homesick all day and I was like well why didn't you call me before an hour before we're supposed to leave so clearly got cold feet or was never intending to come whatever
1: which is ridiculous did he ever email you back to try to reschedule or anything like that
0: well no I got kind of kind of bitchy after that
1: (laughs) (laughs) not you just set up, like, a plan B? Isn't there a plan B? Or is it, was he the only good guy who appeared to be?
0: He was pretty much the pick of the litter that time really? around. I mean, most of them are just weird. Like, a lot of them say, oh, are you are you actually a dude? I get <laughs> well, a lot of those. Well, and I it's think... like, why are you emailing me to ask me that?
1: <laughs> well, I, I on behalf of... Is this a Craigslist experience? Yes. Okay. On behalf of guys who answer ads on Craigslist, The only replies I've ever had on Craigslist have been from guys posing as women. Really? Yes. This is why I've always been like, hmm.
0: Are those all those things where it's like, I want to take you on as a submissive, but first you have to blow my friend. Yes. (laughs) I've heard about those. Uh, That's uh, crazy.
1: There's this one guy who will pose, you know, as a different woman almost every time. You you know, send a picture out and all that stuff. And it's always the same thing. She, quote unquote... (laughs) Is willing to email me many different times and say, you know, spend hours emailing back and forth and then finally break the news. Okay, you have to meet my other submissive to prove your submissiveness, right? You have to meet my other submissive.
0: But I won't be there.
1: I won't be there. <laughs> He's going to report back to me. And if you pass, then we'll meet. Uh-huh. And I, th- I wanted to see how far is this person will really willing to go? Uh, he said, uh, she or he said, you're going to meet at a, at a Starbucks for a coffee just to verify that you're, and then you're going to go back to his place. And you're going to uh, hold his... You just approve your submission. You don't have to go any further. But you're going you're to have to hold uh, his penis in your mouth for at least 30 seconds. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. And then
1: he will have to do the same, right? You're going to strip down. It was very detailed. Uh-huh. Now, you don't have to do anything further if, unless you, don't, if you don't want to. Uh-huh. And it was very detailed in this, in, this, you know, in this way. And I was just what? And I said, well, let me hear your voice, right? Yeah. So, gave my number. Because I want to see This I've got to hear this. This is going to be ridiculous. And I swear to God, the person on the other phone was, hello? <laughs> it was the worst female voice impersonator ever. Hello? Yes?
0: What did you say?
1: I said, you fucking asshole. Stop. Are you fucking stupid? Like, you, do you think I'm, am I that dumb? If I was that dumb, I would have gone and met you at Starbucks days ago. You idiot, you know? You douche. <laughs> I was so livid. but this is why the guys assume you're a guy because I'm assuming you send a photo, yeah, and then so they're like, okay, no, there's got to be a catch, right? This is no, what they're there's, there's
0: no catch. At no, all.
1: I know. This is what I'm saying. So uh, let's talk about the things that you're you're into and maybe how your your kinks have changed over time and and. Uh...
0: When I first started, it was really just about the violence. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I would just like I'd go into the dungeon and just be like, okay. This might be my day. somebody's going to come in here and want like the holy shit beat out of them, and, I'm, and they're going to want me to do it to right. be awesome, and every once in a while it would happen, mostly though it was like kissing feet
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem very happy about that. when you say I mean, when you say they, they're going to want to go all the way, what's all the way to you? Yeah, passing um, out bleeding
0: no no, i don't need all that. I mean it's nice if it happens, but it didn't have to. <laughs> just like intense corporal play that kind of thing, you know, maybe a little bit of tying up. Like I don't ask for much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered when is uh, when is it enough for a sadist? At what point is the you know, because when it, with most sexual things, w- with sex, when you hit orgasm, you know that that's mm-hmm. you know, you've you've hit you've hit the you can have another orgasm and you can have another, but That's the, that's the big payoff. Yeah. As a sadist, what is the big payoff? What is the big thing that you, you go, ah, I've arrived, this is it, right here?
0: I guess the reaction. Mm Mm-hmm. Sort of, like, if there are tears, that's nice, you know, some moaning, crying, anything like that. Or, you know, just really red. Sometimes blood. I don't know, I mean, it's different every time, I guess, and when it happens, you just kind of know. Okay.
1: So what else is on your, your list of enjoyments?
0: Um, definitely bondage, which was not really that much on my list beyond, like, tying somebody's hands together with pantyhose or something like that. hmm Just because I, I was like, wow, this looks like a lot of work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when when it comes to bondage, you prefer more cuffs or, like, the leather cuff? Well, I did,
0: you? but then I kind of got into rope, and then I was like, oh, this is actually a lot of fun. Right. And I can make it look pretty.
1: You like And st- also
0: be very restrictive and...
1: And I, I notice you have a uh, you have a Midori book on your table. I do,
0: I do. It's one of my coffee table books to that, make everyone who comes over uncomfortable.
1: So that, that, <laughs> the next question is, Are you pretty open about your kink with it, with people? I mean, I'm um, sure you don't yeah. say. I'm sure you don't introduce. Hi, nice to meet you. I like to be people people up, but <laughs> you, you don't seem to be the type of person that hides it from everyone. Yeah.
0: No, in fact, almost. To a point where I wish I wasn't as open sometimes. How so? I recently went on a trip. And the airport, the customs people, asked me what I did for a living. So I was honest, because I figured you shouldn't lie to customs officers.
1: That's right, kids. Those of you children listening. (laughs) That's right, boys and girls. Don't lie to customs officers. And so you said?
0: So I said, oh, I'm self-employed in the adult entertainment. I'm a professional dominatrix. And then they detained me for like 20 minutes.
1: Holy crap. (laughs) Well, probably for... Personal curiosity, not because they thought you were a threat, right?
0: I don't know. It was really weird. Like they went through my bag and I had stuff in there and they're like, What are these ropes for?
1: <laughs> You're like, I like, just told you.
0: Like for fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what else did they ask you? I mean, what else did they
0: Well they like pulled out a, i had other stuff in the bag. There was like a postcard about a rope seminar. They're like, What's this about? I'm like, take it a class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get better at it. Right. <laughs> they took my business card. It was really weird. They were mostly trying to figure out if I'd been working while I was in the country,
1: uh. which I hadn't
0: been. And they kept asking me the same questions over and over again. It was really weird.
1: Probably, well, I think the reason why they did they want to see if you are going to change your story at all. Okay, so I'm, I'm sorry. I kind of cut you off. You said rope. So you're like bondage, you like pain. You yeah. said medical. Now, I, yes, here's the thing. I'm
0: into medical now.
1: I don't even know. I mean, I know what it is just from, I can imagine I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I can. All, every time I think of medical play, I just think of the stirrups mm-hmm. and I think of the dental thing that spreads your mouth open. Yeah. That's all I know about medical play. <laughs> well,
0: there's a lot of stuff. There's enemas, there's um, catheters, which is. They're pretty cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I suppose I didn't think about that, but yeah.
0: Yeah, because then you can control if someone pees or not.
1: I'm sure there's a lot of people who are thinking the same thing out huh? because I've never experienced a catheter or anything like that. I'm sure most people listening probably haven't either. So when you put it in, you're basically the person can't control their.
0: No, like as soon as you put it in, it hits the bladder, urine comes out. And if you close off the valve, then urine can't come out.
1: So what is it about that you, you enjoy? Just the control aspect? of
0: Yeah, that's cool. It's like, oh, you can't pee until I tell you to, and now I'm going to give you a whole bunch of water. That's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> did have a changing attitude towards anal play?
0: I did. Before, I was always like, "Ugh." I guess I think I was just sort of overexposed to it for a while. How so? When I worked for a house, it was like everybody wanted to do anal play. And I just never saw so many assholes in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I really yeah, I don't want to see go there. another one <laughs> ever again. Right. It was just like, "Ugh." it was like I was just going to work every day and meeting somebody and five minutes later I have something in their butt
1: <laughs> that's an interesting job <laughs> description but yes
0: it's like I, I put things in your butt for a living
1: sure <laughs> so your, your attitude has changed maybe after some time away from that you
0: yeah I mean it wasn't like this horrible knee jerk reaction anymore it wasn't like oh god not anal play so then I felt like I could kind of explore it a little bit more on my terms and also I think I thought of it as something that was very kind of selfish like it was like, I'm not getting anything. I can't feel this. That's a plastic penis. Uh,
1: another thing I you know you, you've, you've mentioned before, you've been looking for a houseboy for a yes. while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and how's that been going, by the way? did you find, Have you found one yet?
0: Um, I don't know if it's something I can look for at, at this point. I don't know. Like, I haven't found anyone who is really into actual service. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of people who maybe have a couple of common interest with me and stuff, but they're mostly, like, looking for fetishy kind of things, and it's like, well, that's fun, but...
1: Oh, and, uh, so you've been p- placing ads in Craigslist, or what have you been, what's your main search? Um, for
0: I did collar Me, and that was a fiasco, so I stopped that. Uh, how so? It's just all kinds of people coming up. I was getting a lot of the Black Goddess, I really want <laughs> Well, that was your are screen you?
1: name, though, we should say that.
0: <laughs> I guess Black Goddess. Black Goddess was your comedy. screen
1: name, so we, we were kind of asking <laughs> for it.
0: <laughs> we're getting a lot of that. So, I don't know. Like, no one was ever approaching me in a normal way. It was always, oh, God, it's blah, 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 And it's like, I don't want that in my house.
1: Well, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people who say they're looking for service are also, what they're really doing is they're saying, uh, yeah, I'll clean, but... They think there's going to be a tit-for-tat type of situation. Yeah. That they'll clean for you, and then you'll play with them, mm-hmm. right? Or you'll... It's going to be some sort of play involved. Mm-hmm. I think especially if you say... If you say, there will not be any play. This mm-hmm. is about service. You know, that might be...
0: The way to go. That
1: might be the way to go. Hmm. Because then you will find... Well, Because if, not... if you mention play, and you mention anything before or after that, they're only going to see play. So if you say play and you'll chop your arm off I'm like sure I'll chop your arm off sure of course of course I'll chop my arm off I got two arms I can go with it <laughs> well
0: I'm not even opposed to playing like if they're like not every time necessarily maybe if I'm in the mood
1: right but what I'm saying is is that they're only going to see play I mean so yeah. have you had anyone over to, to clean it all have you tried no, you have- I've
0: been I'm the house boy here <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you but you've not so you've never even tried to have someone over
0: well, I mean, I would meet people, or rather just talk to them online, and it was just... I never got responses from people who were actually interested in service. It was always, oh, I'm a sissy maid, I really like to dress up. But it was like, that's fun, but that's <laughs> a clean the house.
1: Well, just a, just a suggestion, definitely, I would make a profile just with service, and then you could surprise them with play. Afterward, they'll be pleasantly surprised. Well, then surprised. I would
0: worry that no one would... Well, I guess someone would. Someone would what? Respond.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I responded to someone who was just looking for service, so,
0: Okay. Yeah. You know. I'm a, that.
1: I'm a different breed of cat, though, so. <laughs> um, we mentioned this when we were at a dinner party once, where people had to fill out these little cards mm-hmm. of ask questions, right? Mm-hmm. And one question that you actually asked was, if you wanted to know if people had, uh, how did you word it?
0: Um, I think it was like, do you have any kinks that you're ashamed of?
1: And this was obviously a question you asked because you wanted to know what other people were ashamed about. Uh, (laughs) Are there things that you are really... You don't seem like a shameful person, but, you know.
0: When I say shame, I guess it's not what other people mean. Like, most people say shame, and they mean, like, you know, they never, ever enact any of these things, and they feel really bad, and they gotta go to church and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, shame for me is like, oh, that kind of makes me an asshole, but I'm gonna do it anyway.
1: (laughs) Well, like what? Like, what do you mean by, it? give me, can you give me an example of like a, I mean, you, you feel guilty for liking to hurt people?
0: I don't feel that bad about that kink, although you think I would, <laughs> but I don't. I feel bad about like financial kink stuff.
1: Can you explain financial kink?
0: Uh, well, I mean, I guess it means different things for different people, but I don't know. For me, it's like a power exchange that involves a financial oh. transaction. Which I enjoy, which is part of the reason why I'm a professional dom. I like getting paid for my
1: time. Right, but in other I ways, ways too. Time. Like, I mean, do you do, so you, will you get someone to pay you for not even seeing them as well? In that time,
0: I've done that, mm-hmm. and I remember the first time I did it, I was like, "This is really cool." But there's something wrong with this. Right. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I felt like I'd stolen money or something.
1: Well, you like should you should know that I know people who are not professional doms who've done that as well. Yeah. You know, I think it's fairly common, in, in, actually.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's another thing. I feel like, you know, it gets it's such a stigma involved to it because I feel like every 18-year-old girl ever with a computer and an internet connection mm, has, you know, been a financial dom or right. whatever and it's just like everybody likes money and, <laughs> and being able to buy stuff. So, so,
1: so. Is, it, is it a, do you feel like you're maybe taking advantage of some people who...
0: Definitely, like, I don't, I don't really want to do it with people that I would think, like, oh, I took their rent money. That would make me feel really bad. Right. (laughs) But, um, I don't know. I definitely had an ex-boyfriend for a while that I would say had an element of financial kink on on both ends, I think. Really? (laughs) How so? kind of weird. Like, he was very wealthy and stuff, and so, I don't know. He kind of... I think he had sort of a weird relationship to his own wealth. Like, he felt like he didn't really deserve it somehow, or, like... And I guess I didn't help that, because I was always like, you shouldn't make that much money for that. That's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes it's true, right? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah it's a
0: little bit true. But, um, yeah, and then, I mean, he would buy me stuff, or he got me an apartment at one point, and stuff like that. So, I don't know.
1: Well, but was that... Did you feel that was financial kink, or was it because you were dating him and because he could? I mean, it, it's 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 a matter of degree in this aspect. Now, I'm I'm the type of person I'm I'm broke as hell, so I kind of like I hate those guys with a lot of money who can do that. But at the same time, if I were to buy someone a CD, uh-huh. if I am dating a woman, if I buy her more, if I buy her an iTunes gift card, that's maybe more appropriate. <laughs> so if I buy her an iTunes gift card for twenty dollars. Uh-huh. Well, if Bill Gates is buying his wife a gift, his equivalent to his percentage of income is buying her, you know, the New York Yankees, right? <laughs> or, or some, So it's, it's, I don't think it's all that crazy. If the guy had a lot of money, he's going to get you an apartment. That's not, I mean, that sounds like, whoa, holy crap. But if he's filthy, stinking rich, that's well, not that crazy, right?
0: I mean, it was, it was. there were other elements of it going on as well. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how that go into it, it was you don't to have rage. to go
1: into it if you don't want
0: to no I do I just don't know how to articulate it properly um I don't know like he had a thing like he was definitely he was older than me and so he felt kind of conflicted and then the money was like a draw in our relationship then also like this thing that he wished wasn't involved and then it became this weird kind of reverse part of our relationship yeah so I don't know it was weird But I liked
1: it. It's a learning experience, right? Yeah. Well, thank you very much for...
0: Thank you. For having me on The Massacre.
1: So thank you again so much, uh, Eliza, for sitting down with me. And by all means... Go to the website, massacast.com and click on the links of the people who've appeared on the podcast. Send them an email. Thank them for sitting down with me. It takes a lot of guts to put yourself out there like that, and it's, uh, it's really appreciated. This podcast would be nothing without them. It would just be me blabbering. Again, send your uh, questions, suggestions, or just comments in general, mastercast at gmail.com. I will see you in a couple weeks. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.